Computers are live. Mixer is up. Levels are good. Equalizer is good. Ready channels one and two. Mic is live in three, two, one. Roll it. Welcome, listeners, to the My Practice My Business podcast, where we teach dentists and their teams how to reclaim forgotten profitability in dentistry with our clinical business of dentistry training. And now, the host of our show, the clinical director at My Practice My Business, Dr. Rob Thorup. Welcome back, podcast listeners. It's Dr. Rob with My Practice My Business. Today's topic is eight crucial facts about patient retention. If there is one critical factor for any business, especially dentistry, it's retaining that first-time patient. When new patients show up to your reception area, some form of marketing worked. Somehow, your practice got on that new patient's radar scope. Whether it was social media, an insurance provider list, which is usually number one, or an internal referral from an existing patient, those are the best, Your dental practice's ability to convert new patients into returning long-term clients requires an in-depth look into your current business model. What is that business model? Well, we're going to talk about that because retention of patients or building your practice and sustaining a a uh, well-run practice requires you to look at a couple of things. First is thought leadership. The second is office culture. The third is branding or fulfilling your promises to patients and staff. The fourth thing is consistency of your brand. Fifth is quality improvement. And sixth is commensurate pay. The above topics are directly intertwined with retention of first-time patients. The question is, how does your practice measure up to retaining first-time patients? So the first thing is the first-time patient retention requires thought leadership. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Because thought leaders are the trusted sources who move or inspire people with innovative ideas. They turn ideas into reality and know how to be successful in doing so. It requires dental teams to learn and to study how to give their new and old patients what I call, you guessed it, the Disney experience. You don't need to invent greatness, just copy it. Disney is one of my favorite companies for exceptional service. And who doesn't want to go back to Disneyland again and again? And people who don't want to go, eh, you don't want them in your practice anyway. (laughs) I once saw a sign in a business that read, If we don't take care of our customers, someone else will. Implement what other successful businesses do to retain those new patients. Start with treating them like your best friend. We went to Dub Scrubs here in Salt Lake, uh, I did a couple weeks ago, just to get some new scrubs. And what's really fun is right when I walked through that door, I was greeted by, uh, there was three people behind the counter. And this one lady uh, just immediately said, hi, welcome this morning. What can I do to help you? Bam, she had me already. She proceeded, I wanted some scrubs, some new scrubs, and, you know, I like to check out what's new out there, and then I typically go right back to the (laughs) status quo of scrubs. I love these Cherokee scrubs, man. They just fit my body well, and I I love how they feel, and, you know, they're, they're a basic scrub. They don't cost a lot of money, but I like them a lot. And she proceeded to help me, um, find the right sizes, 
And then another customer came and she was helping that customer while I was in the dressing room trying on scrubs. I come back out. What does she do? I stand there for just like, I wasn't there 30 seconds when she said, Hey, I'm just going to finish up with this customer. I'll be right with you. Just hang tight for one minute. Man, that's all I needed to hear from her. Then she went to the back, got all the uh, pants and tops that I needed, and comes back out and is asking me questions. You know, um, you know, where do you practice? How's your day? Just you know, shop talking. And a lot of people, I've come across a few people that don't like to, you know, just have casual conversation, but it's really fun to find out what motivates people, what, you know, where they're from, what, what they're about, why are they working here? So I enjoy the conversation in both directions. Then she noticed, oh my gosh, I grabbed the wrong size. She actually went through a quality control process to make sure she didn't just ring me up with something that I had to return. She double and triple checked. I watched her do it, the sizes, to make sure they are perfect. Okay. Then she checks she rings everything up, takes my payment. I get that final checkout and all the other team members were there. It seemed like I was the only customer in the store after a few minutes and and at the end here. And she took in and uh, the, I think like the manager turned around kind of little small talk. Hi, you know, how's it going? And I had them all kind of laughing, just telling jokes about dentistry. I mean, obviously there's a lot of humor in dentistry. So, we, this other uh, worker bee, she totally chided in on the conversation. But I took and reached into my wallet, and I pulled out a $20 bill. And I said, thank you so much for exceptional customer service that you provided me today. And she was like, oh, no, I can't take that. I said, oh, no. No, I own a company where we teach practices, thought leadership on this very thing with things that we have learned at Disney University, only we apply it to dentistry and we encourage our team, uh, all the people we train, to attend a Disney University course and and to continue to keep plussing their practices and increasing that customer service experience. She, I said, I'm the customer, you serve me. Here's 20 bucks, lunch is on me today. That, it, she started tearing up in her eyes. I guess nobody's ever done that. And that's what was so exciting. The other two members turned around like, oh, my gosh, nobody's ever done that. Well, docs, maybe uh, when you're out there buying scrubs or you have exceptional customer service, recognize it. It's so much fun. The second thing is the first-time patient retention requires disciplined culture. Team members, that includes the dentist, okay? Every time I talk about different things on podcasts, I'm not just directing them to the dentist or to the office manager. Everybody needs to pay attention to this stuff, okay? So this includes you, Doc. Have to simply ask their existing patients for referrals. When first-time patients come in as a result of your existing patients, it should be the culture of the office to not let them down. You don't want to have your existing patient get a bad rap for their referral coming in and not having a great experience. That applies to both the first-time patient and the patient who referred them. The culture needs to be delivering an exceptional experience each and every day to every patient that comes through that door. The third thing is the first-time patient retention requires a real brand. I want to clarify that your brand isn't your logo. It's not your website. It's not any of your marketing literature. 
Your brand is the promise you deliver to your patients and your staff. When that first-time patient arrives at your office, they probably read about you and your brand via some form of marketing. That's even more intensive, or what's even more intensive, is reflecting the existing patient who told them. And, and, and you're the, they said to their friend or family member that they referred that you're the next best thing uh, since the internet was created, okay? And you want to make sure that you give them an experience, you represent them well. The conversion uh, of that first-time patient to an existing patient, that's the ultimate test of your brand. Don't mess it up. Make sure your whole team is friendly and inviting, the office is inviting, and and they don't feel intimidated when they walk in. Make sure that when they walk in, they get eye contact. They get, hey, how you doing? You know, I have my team look and see who's coming in on the schedule. Until they memorize the patient, they know who it is, they look on that schedule. Uh, You must be Steve. You must be Lisa. You know, it's got to... You've got to acknowledge those things. Of course, when you get the name wrong, like I do half the time, (laughs) it's like really embarrassing, but you learn fast. Okay, the fourth thing, the first-time patient retention requires consistency of your brand. One of the key point indicator graphs we have in a system called My Dental Stats is patient retention. It shows not only how many patients are coming in through the front door, which everybody talks about, Everybody wants to talk about, I get, you know, 180,000 new patients a month. I really don't care what you get per month. How many are going through that back door? If you're not consistent with your brand, you can rest assured that back door to your practice is wide open and those patients are heading out. So creating a culture where your consistency of the practice brand is one of the most important thought leadership things you can do, that's what it needs to be. Consistency of that culture. Okay. Each employee and the dentist owner must be able to fulfill the promises of customer-patient happiness and be able to do it day in and day out. That's why systems in place are so important, that everybody is consistent with that same system. And highlight those employees that do a really good job of it and try to get others. Nobody's going to be exactly like you know that picture-perfect five-star employee but everybody can use that person as the model of, of what to try to be, to lift everybody up. The fifth thing is that first-time patient retention requires quality improvement. Growing and maintaining a successful practice isn't about how busy the practice appears. Nope. It's about how your systems work and how your team smoothly implements those systems. Clinical excellence is obviously important. Doc, you've got to be able to deliver on your dentistry. Hygienist, you've got to be able to deliver. Everybody on the team has to be able to deliver, including the assistant. In having that patient have a great experience in office, front office personnel, you guys, even though that insurance, you've been on hold with that insurance for like two, three, four hours. When that patient comes in, you've got to have that smile on your face. But as important is the team's attitude, professionalism, and appearance. You need good communication skills. Those are a must. And being kind is key. The sixth thing that I, well, going back to the fifth thing, there's one more thing I want to add. And that is that dizzy approach. We have this sign that hangs up in in our break room that before you go out front where the customers are, our guests, our patients, It says, you're on stage. 
act like it, okay? The sixth thing is the first-time patient retention requires commensurate pay. If you believe first-time patient retention is solely based on the testimonial of the referral, you're wrong. Opinions of your dental practice are formed when they call for an appointment. Then there is the first time they actually show up hoping for a great dental experience. Think about it. You're the consumer. When you call a business, that is like the the it's it's actually the second line of marketing. The first is is being told about you. The phone call is the second, super critical, and the third is their first impression right when they walk through the door. Um, when they show up, they want to have that great experience, and hiring the right team members is critical, critical to that first time experience when they walk into your office. So compensating, here we go compensating talented staff members is just as critical. I can teach clinical skills all day long, but I can't teach personality. Finding and retaining team members with awesome personalities is important, and compensating them appropriately is critical for their retention. Those employees will keep those first-time patients coming in consistently because they tend to bond to those patients in ways that you know, many people can't, like the docs can't. Your staff is critical. They bond to the patients. They are key instruments in making that practice successful. The seventh point is the f- that first-time patient retention requires measurement. Did the new patient reschedule their six-month recare appointment? Or did they say, yeah, I don't want to schedule right now. I'll call you back. <laughs> then there's always, oh, no, hope they're going to call back. You know, we, we do a follow-up phone call with them. And then, of course, then it's always, yeah, I've decided to go to a different dentist because I really didn't like you guys, <laughs> okay? So did they schedule that recare appointment? Did they schedule for any needed work? As mentioned before, My Dental Stats is one of the few dashboard systems that looks at patient retention. And in addition to recare appointments, for the future, too. My Dental Stats also measures case acceptance, not just in dollars booked, no, 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 but in the number of patients who accept treatment. So if you give a treatment plan to a patient and they don't come back for treatment, then there's a, something major wrong there. There's a trust issue, something's going on. But this system will measure how many of those patients came back and actually received some form of treatment. Then when that number goes up, your case acceptance rate goes up, you know that you've got patients that trust you and love you, and that's most important. So if your new and existing patients trust your team, they return. If they trust you, they return. The eighth point is the first-time patient retention is a litmus test for your brand. Retention of patients really tells the truth about your brand. We can't please all the people all the time, obviously, so we know we will lose some patients along the way. And some of those people we actually want to lose, right? But we want to keep those patients we absolutely love and, and that are fun to be with. It's vital to investigate why patients leave your practice. Patients move, they change insurance, and unfortunately pass away. But if they're leaving because of poor customer service or poor customer experience, that's something we need to know to act accordingly. Your brand is everything, and your team should reflect it. And did I mention the doctor is part of the team? That's right. So I've seen teams with really good team members, 
The hygienists are dynamite. The front office is excellent. Those assistants, they really know how to talk and be personal for that patient that's not in their favorite place to be. They're already anxious, blood pressure's up, and those assistants, man, they just talk them right down. And then the doctor comes in. He or she has no bedside manner, no no personality, okay? That has to change. And you've got to be able to connect with those patients. So use these eight critical first-time patient retention points to track how your practice is doing. Large corporations use these points all the time. Small businesses use these points all the time. Discover other patient retention aspects, too, that may be critical in your specific needs of your practice and your demographics. Studies show that people will typically give you three chances to win them over. That's right. You can mess up the first time. You can, like, not give them a good experience the second time. And usually they'll give you three times because psychologically it takes three times for the brain to say, to have three bad experiences to say, no, I'm done, okay? (laughs) So when it comes to retaining those first-time patients, do your best to win them over on the first visit. Thank you so much for tuning into the My Practice, My Business podcast. You can find additional podcasts you may have missed that will help you with your dental practice at Apple iTunes Podcasts. And remember to become a subscriber to our podcast. Many of you have asked how to help support the My Practice, My Business podcast. If you have enjoyed the program and information you received today, the best way to help is to leave us a five-star review. Thanks again for allowing us to be a part of your day.